Welcome to Brad Speaks. Presenting the way to think about politics so you will know what to think. Now your host, Brad Job. Welcome Americans and freedom lovers across the globe. Let me ask you a question. Who is Brittany Griner? Anybody know who she is except for what's been in the news? Did you ever hear about her before? Let me ask you this. Do you know who Paul Whelan is? Do you know who Victor Boot is? Well, we're about to get into that because this is something that I can't get over. Brittany Griner, I'm sure everybody at this point knows who she is. If you're even a cursory reader of the news, she is a WNBA basketball player. I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you these things. She's black. She's gay. She's married to a woman. She's a leftist. And she hates America. Why do you say she hates America? Well, I tell you what. If you're a friend of mine or a family member of mine and you play for the WNBA or the NBA or the NFL or the NHL or any other professional sports organization in the United States of America and you refuse to, and you promise, if you promise that you are going to not come out of the locker room while the national anthem's being played, for an entire year to protest racism in America, then I'm just I'm just going to tell you right now, if you don't stand up for the national anthem, I've got a serious problem with you. If you refuse to come out of the locker room, that means that you're scared to come out of the locker room and not stand up for the national anthem and put your hand over your heart and stand up, take your hat off while it's being played. So that's how we know that this woman's anti-American. She's black. She's uh, gay because she says she is. She's married because the Supreme Court says she could be to another woman. And she hates America. Okay. The WNBA, they don't make a lot of money. They're subsidized basically by the NBA. And a lot of the WNBA players go abroad to play on the offseason of the WNBA to subsidize and supplement their income. So, Brittany Griner goes to Russia. She has some weed with her. I don't have a big problem with that, but Russia does. She hid it in her luggage. She got found out. They saw it. They found it. And they used her as leverage. Because they could, because they understand the politics of America. This is Putin talking. We have a black, gay woman who's married to a woman who doesn't like the United States of America. And now she's been caught with contraband. We're going to lock her up and use her for leverage. Well, what kind of leverage could you use? I mean, you know, you got a, you got a WNBA player in prison. Well, I mean, what kind of leverage could you possibly use? In 2022, that's an easy question. And if you don't know, that's why you're here. The leverage that you can use against the Biden administration with a black, gay, married to a woman, a hate America individual WNBA player is massive. Because that's called, in America, now you're woke. Wokeism is the theme of the day. So how are they going to use this leverage? Well, they want Victor Boot. Well, who's Victor Boot? Victor Boot. His criminal status right now is returned to Russia as part of a prisoner exchange. Part of a prisoner exchange. In times past, Ronald Reagan, 
uh, and, and great presidents, when we make prisoner exchanges, we generally trade spy for spy. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I got your spy, you got my spy, we'd like him back, you got this guy back, you've got this doctor over here that was doing nuclear scientific research in this country, and he wasn't supposed to, we arrested him, and so we want to spy back from you, and that's how that kind of happens, because that's part of diplomacy, if you will, detente. But this guy, so Boot, Victor Boot, he is convicted in 2011 by a jury in Manhattan of conspiracy to kill United States citizens, officials. Uh, delivery of anti-aircraft missiles and providing aid to ter- a terrorist organization. This dude is is a serious serial international arms dealer. He's not just exporting thirty thirties or thirty sixes. This dude's he was in the Russian military as like a lieutenant colonel when when Reagan defeated the Soviet Union. That was disbanded. He had access to some of these weapons, some of these Soviet weapons. We know he was dealing serious weapons. He started an airline, and somehow, some way, two hundred thousand AK-47s were missing <laughs> en route to Iraq in two thousand six. Oops, I don't know where the two hundred thousand AK-4. I'd like to have like eight or nine of them, but there's two hundred thousand out there that, that he lost supposedly. The big thing was these anti-aircraft missiles. This dude's this is a serious guy. We don't even know the half of it. We, we'll never know that. We'll never know. It'd take two hundred years for these documents to be declassified. This guy's a he's a pretty serious operator on the global level. We decide that we we also have a marine over there. All right, so Russians have Paul Whelan. I've known about this guy for years, and what sickens me is how this trade happened and why it happened. And that's the important thing. I wanted to let you know who this Victor Boot guy is, who Brittany Griner is. And let's talk about Paul Whelan, why and how this happened. You know, prisoner swaps in America have generally been spies for spy and things like that. This is the most ridiculous, this is the political arena that we're dealing with right now. Why did we swap a WNBA player for an international arms dealer instead of an American Marine, Paul Whelan, who served two tours in Iraq? Why, why did we do that? Well, here's something different that a lot of people aren't talking about. Who is Paul Whelan? Paul Whelan served two tours in Iraq. I believe he was a spy. I don't care. Actually... If he was a spy, that makes the story even worse. But if you listen to all the other news, even the liberal news, conservative news, libertarian news, whatever news, they're not saying this for some reason. This dude got caught with a a flash drive that had some Russian stuff on it. Members of the Russian whatever, some military officers, whatever. The guy was probably a spy. Russians know he's a spy. I probably know he's a spy. You probably know he's a spy. We don't know he's a spy, but we can figure it out. We can put two and two together and, and come up with four. So the guy's probably a spy. But the thing is, if he was a spy, then that makes this trade all the more worse. Why in the entire hell are you going to trade an international arms dealer? This dude's selling surface-to-air missiles, 
to our enemies, to, to terrorists. Furrowed basketball player. You're going to let Putin laugh his ass off at everybody when he sends Brittany Griner home and we send the mastermind of murder, whatever. This guy, this guy's evil. This guy's killed Americans. He planned to kill Americans. He was convicted of trying to kill Americans, Israelis, people all across the, the world for money. He didn't care. Actually, this guy doesn't care who he kills. He's an international arms dealer. That's what they do. It's it's a we could go into that later. There's a lot of them out there, and they have their they have access to these weapons, and then they sell them. They grease the palms of these politicians so they look the other way. But when the United States catches them, then we arrest them and we sentence them, and that's what happens. But we don't trade them for basketball players. We trade them for spies. We trade them for our own international arms dealers that do something stupid. It's called wokeism. This entire exercise in prisoner exchange by Freaking Joe Biden is 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 making an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to the United States. It's an embarrassment to our foreign policy. It's an embarrassment to our foreign policy credentials. We have people across the world who look to us to protect them and and to to be for us to be strong. So we look strong to protect them. Like if you're a dad or a mom, you don't want your kids thinking you're weak. Well, that's exactly what is going on with this prisoner swap. A basketball player for an international arms dealer when you've got a Marine sitting over there and Putin's like, nope, not giving you your Marine back. I'm not going to give you your spy. I'll give you a basketball player and you give me an international arms dealer. It blows my mind. It's not surprising. It's a castration of power of the United States of America. We're castrated. The whole world just saw the entire world just saw us trade an international arms dealer, um, surface-to-air missiles, 200,000 ak 40s and what we don't know for a basketball player. This concession to tyrants, it's governed by politics of wokeism, has got to come to an end. If it doesn't, if by administration, if, if they get another term, if the Democrats come in power, these leftists, these liberals... They hate America. There's no way that you can govern the most powerful hegemonic entity in the history of the world and allow somebody to trade you a basketball player for an international arms dealer and continue to be respected. It cannot happen. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen if this continues. I do, but I don't want to even think about it. This decision by the Biden administration, is going to be used to manipulate us by China and every other adversary. Any country that opposes freedom, they're going to use this to weaken us. We'll be the laughingstock in America. This isn't something that can just be whitewashed. That can be, well, that didn't happen. This is massive. I cannot express enough what an embarrassment this is. We all want Britney back. But she was used by the left to, it's a political move. It's a political, it's a vote move. It's a, to get votes because she's black, because she's, she's gay, she's got a wife. Here's my point. If we continue to govern this country under wokeism, not by fiat of fear, like Machiavelli said, it's better to be fear than love. We're done. It's over. 
If you can trade a basketball star for an international arms dealer, I have no idea how long we can last. Biden and his entire administration is a vassal to the leftist agenda. They're wholly dedicated to the proposition of nothing but acceptance of everything. And that's how, that's why Brittany Griner got traded for an international arms dealer over a, a Marine who served two tours of duty in Iraq. There's no other explanation. There is absolutely no other explanation other than it was a play for vote. This wasn't foreign policy. This wasn't something that was designed to to prop up America and make us stronger. This wasn't a deal. Hey, hey this is that and you get this and it's equal. This is bullshit. This is this is absolutely an, an atrocious degradation on the foreign policy, the intellectual foreign policy level of the United States of America because they don't think about this anymore. This isn't detente. This isn't Kissinger. This is a play for votes. And the Biden administration doesn't care. The left doesn't care because they don't care about America. If they did, this would never, ever have happened. On a side note, I'm going to try to end this on a little bit lighter. No, if it's lighter, I, I guess it is lighter. Remember Sam, Sam Britton, Department of Energy official in the Office of Nuclear Energy. This dude is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy. Remember, if you listened to the last podcast, this guy, it, he, she, they, I think it goes by they, had stolen from uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. He went to the, the luggage carousel. You know how you get on a plane and you, and, you, and you get off the plane and you check your baggage and you go down and you've got to pick your baggage up. Well, this dude, he didn't check a bag, but he went down and he saw a... It saw... I'm, I'm not going to call him a he because he wouldn't be called a he. He wants to be called a they. I'm going to call him it because I don't care. So it went down to the carousel where the baggage comes out and it saw a female that it thought was cute, apparently, and it stole that female's baggage, and it was caught on camera, and it was investigated by the authorities. It said it did not steal this woman's baggage, but then it called back the authorities, and it said it did steal the baggage, but it didn't mean to steal the baggage. So that was one charge. You know what? Sometimes you do something stupid. You do something stupid. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't mean to take her clothes. But so then it, it was let go, but it was still charged. And it has that case pending. Well, now fast forward two weeks and it has been charged again. This, don't forget, it is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy, all right? In the Biden administration. Biden administration. He said, quote, the Biden administration and the Secretary of Energy has welcomed me with open arms. I'm sure they did. It did. Who did? I don't know. What does Joe Biden call himself? I don't even know. He doesn't even know how many grandkids he has. That, that's a whole nother story. So now it has been accused again a felony, has been charged with a felony of doing the same, of stealing luggage, but this time 
Harry Reid International Airport. Oh, yeah, Harry Reid. You remember Harry? Yeah, somebody beat him up. Remember Harry Reid got beat up? Somebody beat him up, and we never found out who beat him up. Thank God he's not in the Senate anymore. Harry Reid International Airport in, uh, I'm assuming that's somewhere in Nevada. Yeah, because Las Vegas, yes. It, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy, has now been charged with a felony, a second felony, for stealing more baggage. I don't know what to say. But I'm going to make a prediction to you. Nothing's going to happen to this thing. I don't know what to call it. What the hell do you call somebody that calls themselves they? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just... Well, actually, I am. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yes, yes, I am trying to be extremely disrespectful. If the Biden administration is going to hire somebody, the Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition, Office of Nuclear Energy... Yeah, I'm going to be disrespectful if they hire somebody that doesn't know how many people they are. I mean, at least you say I'm one person. It wants to be called they, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of engaging you in your uh, psychosis. It's not going to happen. But that's where we find ourselves now. But this coincides with what we just got through talking about with with this prisoner swap. We swapped uh, a, a WNBA... Because, not because we swapped this prisoner, because there's plenty of prisoners across the world that could be swapped for an international arms deal, okay? It's not, I'm not going against this particular individual, this lady. This is an, an affront to foreign policy, to America, to freedom. It's ass backwards. Everything that's right is wrong. Everything is up is down. Everything is left is right. And then now, and it just go. this is just another... It's just something else. It's another story that goes to show and prove the fact that the leftists, these woke bastards that are ruling this country right now, are insane when you've got this guy that doesn't know if it's a, a one person, two person, they, it, she, he, it, stealing all these women's clothes from these airports, and still has a job? We're going to have to, at some point... Whenever you get there, whenever you get to that point, you're going to have to look at what's going on in this country, and you're going to have to decide whether you want intelligent, reasonable people running this country, or people that, that have absolutely no idea, they're lost of reality, they're completely vacant, that there is absolutely no way they can wake up in the morning to put their shoes on because they don't know how many they have, because they don't know if they're one or two people. Do they put shoes on? How many shoes do they put on? If you don't know if you're one person or they, if you want to be called they, how many shoes do you wear? Do you, When you go to the store, do you buy one pair of shoes or two pairs of shoes? And what if you're they and you only have three feet? That's how serious this conversation is. I appreciate you listening. We'll have to end the next one on uh, a little bit lighter note. Come back next time.